Welcome to Building Fortunes Radio. Make sure you check us out at buildingfortunesradio.com. Along with our marketing partners, we're here to help our PM Marketing Network Lead customers build their businesses and make the world a better place. At Building Fortunes, we know how much your business means to you and the people important to you. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. Now on to our show with your host, Peter Mingles. Hello, everyone. Peter Mingles here. You're listening to me all by myself on Building Fortunes Radio. I'm waiting for our guest, Mr. Ray Gabauer. Ray Gabauer is usually here by now. He's coming in just a little bit late. And he is a gentleman that we've hosted this radio show with for a number of years. Actually, it's one of our longest-running radio shows. We've been doing this every Wednesday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, I don't even know what time it is over where he is because I don't know where he is tonight. I know he's here, though. He just showed up. So as we get started on our Building Fortunes Radio uh, show, you can always pick up previous ones if you go back to buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash Ray dash Gebauer. And Gebauer is spelled G-E-B-A-U-E-R. And we've had a uh, tradition, if you will, of Ray having an acronym in his mind that he wants to develop, and then he'll do a couple of radio shows about that acronym. And I think I might have lost place, but I think tonight we're on the ease of the word ace, and I think we're on the second E, but I could be wrong. He'll correct me if we're, if we're right. But um, we are on the ease, at least, in the acronym ACE, A-C-E. And if you go back to Building Fortress Radio, you'll be able to hear the previous radio shows. So I'm giving Ray enough time to kind of acclimate himself to wherever he is. And thanks for being here on your own radio show, Mr. Ray Gabauer. Hey, thank you, Peter. I'm happy to be here, and thank you for uh, having me on for – uh, how many years now? <laughs> it's anyway, been a it's while. Been fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think it's been worth the while. It's worth uh, investing uh, in other people and by you know sharing ideas that can be life changing. I know that certainly was my experience. Uh, you know, my life was totally changed in so many ways because of certain people that I connected to and learned from, became mentors and coaches, uh, particularly Jim Rohn and Mike Smith. <laughs> and a few others, and so that's why I do what I do, because I really believe that if you're open, the rest of your life can be the best of your life, but if you're closed, it's probably going to stay the same or keep going downhill, <laughs> so, but we have that choice, and so I'm encouraging everybody to, to not only be optimistic, but to uh, take advantage of some of these ideas and concepts that can accelerate your um, your progress and wherever you want to go, what you want to experience. And, and so, anyway, let's uh, dive in here. Um, I really enjoyed uh, this ACE acronym because I like the concept, first of all, of being an ACE, becoming an ACE. And so we did three episodes on the A's, three on the C's, and this is the second one on the E's. Last week, we... The first E was on being uh, exceptional, being the exceptions. And why settle for being like everyone else? Because most people, uh, they're just super stressed out. Life's not going well. And, yeah, it's difficult for everybody. There's different seasons where things are great, and, and sometimes we're in the middle of a disaster, and then it gets worse from there. You know? But uh, in general, uh, we have the capacity, the God-given capacity 
to not just be resilient, but to rise above whatever's happening. And instead of making average income or having an average life, we can be exceptional. We can be the exception. So that was last week. I thought it went really well. I'd really encourage you to listen if you missed it. And this week, we're going to go to the second E. Um, I'm going to start off with a, a story that you might find interesting. It happened, uh, I don't know, 20-some years ago. I was on a cruise and doing one of my energy healthcare classes, teaching people how to use a simple laser and a certain acupuncture points to, uh, within 60 seconds, you know, get dramatic health improvements. And I still use the system that, that I created <laughs> with that myself every day. Uh, and so during my workshop, I think I had about 50 people there. And uh, so at one point, I, I wanted to teach people how to get rid of phobia. So I asked for a volunteer. Uh, so this one lady, she uh, volunteers to her husband. <laughs> uh, he didn't really want to come up to the stage, but you know, he reluctantly did. And uh, so I said, so, so what's, what's your problem? What's your phobia? I said, well, it's uh, claustrophobia. I can't stand being in small places like in the elevator or even going up the stairways. I start getting sweaty and start shaking. I said, really? Well, that's, so how long have you had that problem? I said, I said oh, about you know, 50 years. <laughs> I said, really? Why? What happened? How, how, do you know how it started? He said, oh, yeah. I remember exactly what happened. I was, when I was like, I think, six or seven years old, my older brother thought he signed to lock me into the closet. <laughs> in the broom closet, and I was stuck there for a couple hours, and he thought it was funny, but ever since then, I've had this super fear of heights, I'm not heights, but of being in close spaces, like being in a crowd where people are around him, you know, you start, it just triggers that emotion that he was stuck with, that trauma, so I'm thinking, oh, this is a good one, <laughs> so I'm glad he gave up, uh, because I've had 100% success with uh, phobias, uh, and this is based on uh, this part of the teaching is based on uh, Dr. Roger Callahan's book, The Five-Minute Phobia Cure, which he's done this for thousands of people uh, on, on live television and radio shows. And, and so he had that, he, he uh, came up with the original technique. You know, I, I used a simplified version. But anyway, so what I did, so, okay, so let's, let's create some kind of before and after that uh, you can really feel. So, so I took him over to the corner of the stage, and I had him face in the corner, and then I pressed my body up against him to sort of simulate that, you know, being in a, in a small spot. And sure enough, he just started shaking, and I go, oh, I'm breathing past, his heart started beating, and Joey, that's enough, that's enough. <laughs> okay, so now we have a before picture. Now we'll do the after picture after we do the, the treatment, you know, the technique. So I did my technique, which takes about 30 seconds, and then we went back, went back and did the same thing, but this time I pushed even harder against him, and, uh, and I said, well, so how do you feel? And he says, oh, I don't feel anything now. I feel just totally fine. I was okay, well, it worked. So um, that was pretty cool. It was exactly what I expected. Everybody was, of course, surprised, especially him. And then a few days later, I happened to run into him. Uh, I think he was in an elevator <laughs> We're in the hallway. I said, oh, you know, you know that, that the thing you did with me, 
like, I can't believe it. I have no more anxiety or, or symptoms now. If I'm in the elevator and stairs, it's like, it's totally gone. And I say, well, praise God. You know? <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I've had other really amazing experiences like that, but that's one that stood out. For me personally, my biggest phobia for most of my life, I had a huge phobia of snakes. I think that's a pretty common one. Uh, I'm, I'm over it now. <laughs> but, uh, growing up, that was a huge one. And what happens, you, you have some kind of trauma, and that energy gets locked into your body. And until that's released, you're stuck with that the rest of your life. But it, you can unstick it. So, so why did I tell you this story? Uh, to introduce uh, the word today, which uh, uh, maybe there's some clues in that story for Peter, because I'm going to ask him, well, what do you think the word is for today I'm going to talk about? So, so what's your best guess, Peter? You know, I'm thinking evolve. So E-V-O-L-V-E, like, you know, you got to kind of move and shake and kind of evolve. And um, if you're going to have your way with that ACE formula. <laughs> okay, well, that's a pretty good guess. Um, uh, evolving usually takes time. I like shortcuts. I like things to happen fast, like the super patches. You get results in seconds. <laughs> so the word is actually broader than that. It, the word is experience. So in the story... Uh, this older man, he had a, a traumatic experience when he was like age six. And uh, the impact of that went on for like 50 years. Uh, then he had a new experience, and he was free from that trauma. So I'm going to dive into experience and some of uh, the life applications of this and talk about it in three ways, experiences in the past, experiences in the future, and then how we could utilize this right now, particularly in accelerating our progress with goals. Because as you probably realize, that even though goals can be um, a point of empowerment, most often they're more of a point of embarrassment. And uh, most people, their goals uh, don't take them very far. <laughs> and uh, there's a reason for that. Um, so, so anyway, let's talk about the past. Uh, we all have a lot of past experiences, millions of experiences, and, and some we call good, some we call bad, and, and really it's subjective if, if experience is really bad or not. At the moment, it feels bad, but sometimes what we would deem or describe as a bad experience ends up being the best thing that ever happened because something good came out of that, a lesson that we learned. Like, man, if I hadn't gone through that, you know, my life would be, I'd still be stuck or be, things would be totally different. And so in one sense, the degree, you say there's no good or bad experiences. It's just an experience. It's like emotions. Are emotions good or bad? Is anger or fear bad? No, they're not anything. It's just neutral. That's just how the body is responding. So, and it's commonly said that our experiences shape our life. We are who we are based on our experiences. And I don't think that is entirely true because I think we need to have a, an important distinction. In the story I gave you, his experience being stuck in the closet did impact his life. But it didn't really need to, but in his case it did. 
So there's two levels of experience, the way I see it. You have external experience, like what actually happened. You can see it on a video. And more, and, and more important, but that's not what really affects your life. It's not the external experience, it's the internal experience. So when that, the poor guy got stuck in the closet for two hours, what if he had, had a, a different perception? And he said, boy, I'm glad my brother did this because now it gives me an opportunity to really get back to him. And so he was actually happy about this because it gave him an opportunity to get revenge or, or up in one or something. I mean, that could have been a possibility. Or you know, maybe something else he, he didn't, he could have experienced it differently. And of course, then you can always alter your your perception of the experience. And so, if it's still like a poison in your system, like it was for him, you you can you know get rid of that. But as a lot of teachers say, what happens to you doesn't really matter. It's how you respond to it, how you interpret it. Let's say, and I've used this example lots of times. Let's say you have a job that you really love, paying you a lot, and you love everything about it, and then you get fired. Like, what? They fired me. So, so what is going to be your experience, particularly emotionally, in that case? Well, you don't know. It depends on that person's uh, programming. One person might be happy if they got fired because they say, okay, this finally gives me a, a reason to start my own business. <laughs> Another person could feel sad or depressed. Like, oh, man, this is like almost into my life. What am I going to do? And so he has a depression experience. Uh, or the person could have a fear experience, like, oh, what am I going to do? I, mean, I, I don't have money. I, I could lose my house and lose my car, you know, and you can have that kind of experience, you know, a fear-based experience. Or he could experience anger, like, this is not fair. This is injustice, you know. Uh, this is wrong. Um, I need to call my lawyer. I, you know, I'm going to challenge this, and, you know, anger. And there's a place for anger and fear and and sadness, but the point is, what happens to him, the external experience, getting fired, does not determine his internal experience, and that's what really matters. You know, people go through a divorce, you know, what's the experience? For some people, it's like liberation, like, wow, I'm finally free, and some people, it's disastrous, and, and they're depressed, and it's traumatic, they're never going to trust somebody again, and, you know, so it's how you interpret the experience that matters. And we actually have a choice. Uh, to some degree, in one sense, we don't have a choice because we always choose according to our programming, but we can change our programming. <laughs> so ultimately, we do have a choice of how we interpret our experiences so, so experiences can be empowering or they can be uh, devastating and you know, pull you down and make you more cautious and more afraid. So that's, that's point one here. Point number two, which is um, maybe even more important, is future experience. And some of what I'm going to share here is based on what I've been reading in this book the last week called The Science of Internal Transformation. That's the subtitle. The main title is Be Your Future Self Now by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And uh, I'm on uh, page 175, almost done with it reading one chapter a day, a fantastic book, uh, like mandatory reading. <laughs> so I've learned a lot. Uh, but the, one of the main points 
from the book that I'm going to share now that really is life-changing is that the past does not shape your future. Your future shapes uh, your perception of the future shapes your, your present reality. So he talks about the future self and being aware of that, connecting with your future self. But uh, our, our day-to-day experience is much more impacted or can be more powerfully impacted by our vision of the future, of, not just of the future in general, but of our future self, much more than our past experience and how we've seen ourselves and what we've experienced in the past regardless of our interpretations of those experiences. These interpretations are subjective. And we can always change our interpretation. Sometimes we really, really need to. <laughs> um, so, so when we start visualizing who we want to be, how we want to experience life, say, five years from now, and as that becomes more clear, and more vivid and coupled with strong emotion, you know, like excitement, that, that uh, imagination or vision of your future self can have far more impact on your life right now in an in a empowering way than everything that's happened in your past. And so, now I mean, that's... I guess the, the primary uh, theme of the book. Now, there's a whole lot more. You know, that's just the tip of the iceberg. But that, that is the main point, and that's the main point I want to make today. So most people waste their time, life, and energy focused too much on, on the past, or at least their past experiences, and they don't think much about the future. Um, one uh, example of that that's very disturbing to me because as a holistic health doctor, I'm very much aware of this. And, um, you know, people are alarmed when they read in the news that, you know, you know, some some terrorist attack at a school or whatever. But how about the 27,000 people who died yesterday and today and on the average every day just from cancer? And uh, more than that, 28,000 or more die every day from heart disease. And that's not even counting other things like diabetes and stroke. And so why is that? Because people are programmed primarily to think short-term, you know, convenience, immediate pleasure versus long-term. So because they don't think about their future self. I, because, you know, Five years from now, do you want to be in the hospital for a heart attack or have a stroke? <laughs> or, you know, you know, so by not giving attention to the future and thinking short-term, you, you really, for many people, it's like committing slow suicide. 80% of people are diabetic already. 80%. 54% of children have a chronic illness chronic disease. It doesn't need to be that way. But it is that way because people are not concerned or aware enough about their future. It's like someone who spends everything they have and never save any money. That's short-term thinking. 
and and plus they get extra money off the credit cards. They're borrowing off their credit cards, and they got twenty thousand dollars of debt on their credit cards, and that works out really well until it doesn't. <laughs> now, as opposed to somebody who does think about their future and say, you know, Social Security is going to be enough, even if it's still around, which it may not be because it's already bankrupt technically. So I got to plan for the future. I got to save. Or someone says, hey, this job is okay, but you know, I don't feel real secure. That I, I could be let off. You know, AI could take my job or whatever. I need to have a, another option, the plan B. I need to have a part-time business. I could use some extra income anyway. I need to save for my future. So we need to be more future-oriented. In fact, the Bible said, King Solomon wrote uh, 3,000 years ago, it says, without a vision, people perish. The actual word in the Hebrew is without a revelation. In other words, you have to, to see something that you didn't see before. You have to have a revelation that, hey, I got to plan ahead. I got to have a plan. I got to have a vision. Uh, or otherwise, it's not going to end well. And so, this particular book, on The Future Self, is a very innovative and very powerful way to describe this whole situation about your future self. And, and being your future self now, particularly in achieving goals, um, you know, because you're doing it for your future self, as if it's a separate person. Because you're going to be that future self, but who is that future self going to be? And what, what is that life going to be like as your future self in five years and 10 years and 20 years? And so by utilizing this concept, it can really change your life. It's one of the best books I've read for a long time, so I highly recommend it. Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Uh, I've read, I think, two or three of his other books, Gain versus the Gap, uh, The Who, Not How, and one other one. They're all really good. He has a lot of great videos on YouTube. Uh, he's a great teacher. He's a, a psychologist and uh, an entrepreneur. Anyway, so, so that's my thoughts I wanted to share on future experience. And um, the third thing I want to talk about is how this applies to goals, which I already sort of got into. <laughs> but there's another key element to this that I got from another book that I just read about a week ago. I didn't agree with the main theme of the book. The guy may be right. I don't know, but it, it really was hard for me to swallow. So for now, I'm thinking it's probably not true. <laughs> but, uh, but it was really a good book anyway. Sometimes some of the best books you read are the ones you don't agree with because it challenges your thinking and you think more deeply and you get new ideas. So the best idea I got from this book relates to experience. And he said, what people want most in life is experience. When you think about it, well, you, you can't argue with that. Of course, that's what we all want. We want to experience being fully alive. We, don't want, we want to experience being healthy and vibrant and happy. And he said the problem with goals is uh, it might be a good goal, but, but, but if you really want to supercharge your goal, he didn't use the word supercharge, but that's my description. If you want to supercharge your goals to make them much more effective, you've got to focus on what you want to experience, not what the goal is. So say your goal is to, to have a million dollars in the bank or make a million dollars a year, whatever it is, financial or otherwise, or it could be a goal about your marriage or whatever. 
or your health. Focus, he said, he, he says, forget about the goal. <laughs> you got to focus on what it is you want to experience by achieving that goal. And, and, and got to visualize that, you know, you got to feel that, the, the emotions, excitement, or how are you going to feel? Are you going to feel valuable, important, victorious, whatever it is? But focus on the experience of once you've achieved that goal as opposed to just achieving the goal itself. You know, like, I don't know, like in a football game. You know, the goal is, is, is to win, right? But why does it matter if you win or not? Because if you do win, you're going to have a different experience than if you lose, right? You're going to feel much different, much better. And so what, they, what you really want isn't just to win, but you want to have that experience. If, if you've never been to Hawaii, I've been about 14 times. You know, I love going there, and every time I go there, I, I want to move there. <laughs> I don't think I will. I enjoy being here in Thailand. But it's the experience. You know, some people love to go to amusement parks and go on some of these rides, and I like the experience. I'm going to go to a zoo in a couple of weeks and uh, ride on an elephant. It be a new experience. So what we really most want, Gets to the bottom line, it's we want experience. And, you know, I believe that, um, well, that's unnecessary tangent. <laughs> okay. So, so that's, that's the main point here. You want, you want to focus in the future, in regards to your future, on what you want to experience. I know I'm sort of being repetitive here. But they say repetition is the mother of learning. <laughs> so I want to really emphasize this um, because I, I sort of knew this before, but not as clearly as I see it now. And I think this is really, really important, really valuable, very empowering to realize that if we dig down deeper or behind the curtain, what we really want isn't the goal itself. We really don't want the money itself. I mean, you know, a million dollars. What we want is the experience that that money can potentially give us. And for some people, getting a million dollars can ruin their life because they make bad choices and they end up being bankrupt. You know, most people who win the lottery are bankrupt in, was it, three years or something like that. <laughs> and they're worse off than before because they, could, they weren't ready for that. They couldn't handle it. They made bad choices because the programming wasn't good. So we, our choices are always made based on our programming. Of course, we can change our programming by renewing our minds, and the best strategy for renewing your mind is the four dimensions of love, the caring, the connecting, the committing, and creating value. So I always I want to tie that into everything because that's, that's the most empowering principle there is of coming from a place of being a lover of God and other people in those four ways, caring, connecting, committing, and creating value. So what if in your future, your future self five years from now, what if your experience as your future self then in five years was that you are a much more loving person? You're much more caring. You're more connecting to people. You're more uh, committed to helping people. You're more uh, creating value. And you see your future self that way and realize, well, Let's be that way right now. Let's start working on it. By focus, what you focus on expands. And so you want to focus. 
most people focus on the negative. They watch the news, and yeah, it might be accurate. A lot of it isn't even accurate anymore. It's just a lot of propaganda. But even if it's true, <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. It's negative. It pulls you down. It, it triggers fear. And instead of being focused on something positive and a better future, you focus on negative stuff and it drains your energy. So what you focus on just grows. So you want to focus on your future self and what you want to really experience if you want to have a better life. If you want to be happier, live longer, people who are optimistic, live 10 years longer on the average, optimism is, is what faith is. It's having a positive view of the future. So the stronger and more vivid and compelling our view of the future and our feelings about it, our emotions, you know, the more likely and the faster you can get there. Uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy talks about you know, 10x is easier than 2x, meaning you can get 10 times the results easier than getting two times the results in terms of income or whatever the goal is. You know, just by upgrading your thinking to 10x versus doubling. <laughs> because when you focus on a bigger vision, on a better future, and, and believe in it and, and contemplate and reflect on how you're going to experience that in the future, how you would be by having achieved that, and start bringing that future experience into the present empowers you to make that happen. So those are my thoughts for today about experience, and I uh, hope that's helpful for you. Uh, Peter, any any thoughts or questions or comments? No, all great information as usual. So this is the second N. Next week is going to be the third N, and then I'm sorry, 30 rather, and then you're going to be uh, talking about another acronym. But for people that want to find where you are, of course, they can go back and listen to any of the previous radio shows on buildingfortressradio.com forward slash Ray Dash Gebauer. But how would they get in touch with you now? Yeah, thanks for asking. Good question. Real easy. People like easy. <laughs> Uh, here's my phone number. You can call or text me anytime. I am in Thailand, so I'm 12 hours different than Eastern time zone. But I don't care what time you call because if I'm asleep, my phone's off. Anyway, so anyway, my phone number is 360-583-2227. 360-583-2227. So this is an open invitation to connect with me. There's no charge. I'm not going to try to sign you up for some coaching program. I'm not doing any. <laughs> but I'm here to help you. Uh, but I can guarantee you two things. I can guarantee you that I cannot help you at all if you don't call. Um, or you start with a text. Uh, but I guarantee I can help you if we do have a conversation. But I'm pretty good at helping you get clarity and maybe better direction. And maybe you'd like to work with me in my business because I have an incredible, fantastic business. Or maybe you just need help with what you're doing and you're happy with that and you help you with that as well. But anyway, uh, I think it would be a, a good decision to reach out to me because I'm making myself available, at least for now. <laughs> so um, and one, one last time, in case you weren't ready, my phone number is 360-583-2227. So may the rest of your life be the best of your life. Tune in next week. Catch all the past recordings if, if you really want your, the rest of your life to be the best of your life. Thanks, Peter.
Perfect. Thank you very much. And uh, everybody, we'll see you next week. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Ray. You've been listening to Building Fortunes Radio on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for the designated Building Fortunes Radio segment with Peter Mingle. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website for our featured segments. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. At Building Fortunes Radio, we wish you the success you deserve and are willing to work for. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world.